Hello there, and welcome back to the Sunny Reading Project. Today's story is a chapter book, so snuggle up, settle in, and get ready to listen to five short chapters about finding a true princess. The story is The Princess and the Pea. The Princess and the Pea was originally written by Hans Christian Andersen, but this particular story was retold by Susanna Davidson and illustrated by Mike Gordon. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to The Sunny Reading Project. Today's story is a four-part story, as it's a chapter book, one of our first, and it's called The Princess and the Pea. It's retold by Susanna Davidson and illustrated by Mike Gordon. Let's get started. Chapter 1 The Picky Prince. Once upon a time, there was a prince who wanted to marry a princess. But he didn't want just any old princess. He wanted a real one. This is Princess Cordelia, your highness. Not one of the local princesses would do. What's the matter with them, Patrick? cried his father, the king. I'm running out of princesses to show you. Are they too old, too tall, too hairy? I can't be sure if they're real, sighed Patrick. I'll have to find one for myself. You must do whatever you want, darling, said the queen, who spoiled him rotten. Nothing for the best for my princey wincy. Mother! The next day, Prince Patrick set out to travel the world in search of a real princess. He took with him 12 suitcases, 10 pairs of shoes, a spare crown, and his cousin, Fred. Ready, Freddy? I think my arm is stuck. (laughs) Goodbye, my love, cried the queen, wiping away a tear with her silk handkerchief. Don't forget to wrap up warm, said the king. And brush your teeth, said the queen. I'll be fine. Stop fussing. They hadn't gone far when they heard a loud sneeze from under the seat. Achoo! Who's there? shouted the prince. A small figure crept out. It's Peg. Aren't you the palace maid? said Prince Patrick. Peg nodded. Well, what are you doing here? the prince asked. I want to see the world, said Peg. I've been at the palace all my life, 
ever since I was left on the doorstep as a baby. I want an adventure. She blushed and cooks furious because I burned the pudding, she added. Well, you can't come with us, said Fred. This is a boys only adventure. You'll get scared and want to go home. No, I won't. I am as brave as you. We're not turning back now, said Prince Patrick. She'll have to join us. Peg grinned at Fred. (laughs) Okay, Prince Patrick went on. First stop, the Wicked Witch's Hut. Fred looked alarmed. You're joking. She'll eat us alive. (laughs) Who's scared now? Prince Patrick shook his head. The witch will will know how to find a real princess. Prince Patrick shook his head. The witch will know how to find a real princess. She's my best hope. That's the end of chapter one. Stay tuned for chapter two. Chapter two, off to see the witch. Now Peg, said the prince, this could be dangerous. You stay in the coach Fred and I will meet the witch. The prince knocked three times on the witch's door. There was no answer. Why couldn't I stay in the coach, said Fred. Looks like no one's in. We'll have to go, said Fred, who was already backing away. She must be in, said the prince, and he bent down to peer through the keyhole. A large green eye was staring at him. Prince Patrick jumped back and landed bottom first in a patch of mud. A short, plump woman opened the door, chuckling to herself. Did I scare you? (laughs) I was just checking who you were. You can't be too careful these days. Fred was amazed. Are you the witch? He asked. You're not scary at all. The witch looked rather upset. I try my best, she sighed. (sighs) I grew three new warts last week. Come inside, she added. I'm just cooking some tasty soup for lunch. We're not hungry, said Prince Patrick quickly. I've come to ask for your help. I want to know how to find a real 
princess. Real princesses are very rare, said the witch, and it's hard to spot a fake one. But there is a test you can do. Hmm, let me see. A real princess must have boiled brains, rotten beans, and cat spit. What? cried the prince. Oh, 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 oh sorry, that's a recipe for soup. <laughs> this is it right here. The real princess test. A real princess must possess politeness to one and all, kindness to the rich and the poor, and very sensitive skin. Sensitive skin? Prince Patrick asked, looking confused. A real princess? Explained the witch. Has such tender skin that she could feel a pea under 20 mattresses. Thank you, said the prince. You've been very helpful. He turned to the door. Oh, do stay for lunch, pleaded the witch. My soup is almost ready. No, really, uh, we have to go. I insist and bring that poor girl in from outside. They were stuck in the witch's hut until the cauldron was empty. I feel sick, groaned Peg on the way back to the coach. Well, you shouldn't have had three bowls then, said Fred. I poured mine out into a plant pot. I was being polite. I didn't want to hurt the witch's feelings. That was very kind of you, Peg, said Prince Patrick, smiling at her. Where are we going now? asked Fred. Now I have the witch's test. I can finally find a real princess, said the prince. We're off to meet Princess Prunella. Check the map, Fred. And that's the end of chapter two. Stay tuned for chapter three. Chapter three, Princess Prunella. Princess Prunella was very excited to see the prince. You must come and stay in my castle, she cried. She raced over the bridge, dragging Prince Patrick with her. Hurry, hurry, she called to her servants. He's perfect, we'll be married in no time. I want you to prepare the best bedchambers for the prince and Fred. Excuse me, said Peg, struggling with all the luggage. Where am I to sleep? Who are you? I'm a maid. Maids belong in the attic, replied the princess haughtily. There might be a few mice there, but I'm sure you'll cope. Peg went to her room. It was cold and damp. She could hear mice scuttling about, squeaking. 
the prince can't marry her. Meanwhile, Fred and the prince were in the grand dining room with Princess Prunella. You're being very kind, said Prince Patrick. But what about Peg? Is she eating in the kitchen? The princess looked shocked. Your beastly little maid? You can't expect me to bother with her. She can eat the pig slops if she's hungry. I'm afraid we must leave, said Prince Patrick. You're, you're not a real princess after all. Oh, yes, I am, cried Princess Prunella. Oh, no, you're not, shouted Fred. You failed the first real princess test. Rats. Real princesses are polite to everyone, explained Prince Patrick. And you've just been rude to Peg. That's the end of chapter three. Stay tuned to chapter four. Chapter four, Princess Palova. I won't give up, said Prince Patrick. There must be a real princess somewhere. According to this map, there's a Princess Palova next door. Let's try her, Fred suggested. Princess Palova greeted them all very politely. What a pleasure to have you here, she said. Welcome to my castle. Thank you, your highness. She's passed the politeness test, thought the prince. Now, what's the next one? Hmm, I have an idea. Fred, he cried, I have a plan. I'm going to dress up as a beggar and see if Princess Palova is kind to me. Try out your disguise on Peg first, said Fred, to make sure it works. Prince Patrick found Peg sitting on a tree stump, about to eat an apple. I'm a hungry beggar. Have you any food for me? Oh, you poor thing, Peg cried when she saw him. Here, have my apple. Prince Patrick was very pleased with himself. (laughs) Excellent, it works, he shouted, throwing off his disguise. It's you. What are you doing? asked Peg. But the prince was already knocking on the castle door to try the test on Princess Palova. A servant answered. Is someone there? called Princess Palova. It's a beggar, your highness. We've got nothing for him, snapped the princess. Tell him to go away. And he smells. (sighs) Prince Patrick turned away. She's not a real princess, he thought. A real princess is both polite and kind even to beggars. That's the end of chapter four. Stay tuned for chapter five. Chapter five, a real princess. (sighs) A 
I'll never be married. I give up, said the prince with a sigh. (sighs) I don't think there's a real princess anywhere. We may as well go home. They got ready for the long journey back to the palace. Everyone was glum, even the horses. I bet Cook hasn't forgotten about the pudding I burned, thought Meg. The coach arrived at the palace just in time. A huge storm was brewing. Peg was sent straight to the kitchens in disgrace. You've got hundreds of dishes to wash, scolded the cook. They've been piling up since you left. Prince Patrick and Fred went out to find the king and queen. Outside, rain began beating against the windows. Streaks of lightning lit up the sky. Just then, there was a knock on the door. There is a Princess Primrose to see you, your highness, said the footman. Not another one. A beautiful princess stepped into the room. She was wet from the rain and shaking with cold. I'm sorry to trouble you, she said politely, but my coach has broken down. No trouble at all, said Prince Patrick quickly. Why don't you stay the night at our castle? We'll fix your coach in the morning. Thank you. I must give you something in return. She acts like a real princess, thought the prince, but I must be sure. He asked the servants to prepare Princess Primrose's bedroom. I want 20 mattresses on the bed, ordered Prince Patrick, and a pea at the very bottom. Here's your bed, your highness. Oh, it's rather high. Peg didn't get to bed that night. She had to finish washing all those dishes. The next morning, Princess Primrose came down for breakfast looking refreshed. How did you sleep? asked Prince Patrick. Oh, I slept like a baby. I loved all those mattresses, the princess said. It was the most comfortable bed. Prince Patrick sighed. A real princess would have felt that pee, he thought. He waved goodbye to Princess Primrose as soon as breakfast was over. Another fake one. She's not good enough for my Patrick, said the queen. It was Peg's job to clean the princess's bedroom. Slowly, she climbed up the ladder, yawning with each step. I'll just lie down for a moment, Peg thought, before I start cleaning up. In no time at all, she was fast asleep. An hour later, Peg woke with a start. Ow, she said. There's something really lumpy in this bed. I'm getting down. Oh, it's a long way. But as she leaned over, she knocked the ladder. It clattered to the ground. Drat, Peg cried. I'm stuck. 
Help! She shouted as loudly as she could. I'm stuck! Please help! Everyone rushed into the bedroom. What are you doing up there? Prince Patrick called. I was supposed to be cleaning, said Peg, but I was so tired I fell asleep. And there's something horribly hard in this bed, she added. I'm covered in bruises. This can only mean one thing. I can't believe it, cried the prince. You were polite to the witch, kind to a beggar, and now you felt a pee under 20 mattresses? You must be a real princess. He raced up the ladder. Peg, will, will you marry me? Peg gasped. You, you want me? You want to marry me? A palace maid? Yes, please. A maid? Oh, but a princess at heart. Three cheers for Princess Peg, shouted Fred, and everyone cheered. So Prince Patrick finally married his real princess. He put the pea in a glass case in the palace museum for everyone to see. So Prince Patrick finally married his real princess. He put the pea in a glass case in the palace museum for everyone to see. It may still be there today. The end. The princess and the pea The Princess and the Pea is published by Usborne Young Reading. It's written by Hans Christian Andersen, illustrated by Mike Gordon, and it can be found on Amazon.com. Thanks for listening.